Today is Friday, January 19th, 2024. Georgia judge schedules hearing on Big Fannie Willis's improper relationship with her top prosecutor. We'll break it all down. Don Jr. says, oh yeah, it's gonna be Tucker for VP. We'll play you his comments. And Congressman Wesley Hunt of the great state of Texas joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. All over the country, we have been. Uh, we went to like three different states this week alone. We froze our tuchuses off in Iowa, but we were able to continue to make a documentary, publish a documentary uh, with really fast turnaround time. And the way we stayed connected was Patriot Mobile, baby. I talk about them a lot. That's because we cannot do this show without them. Patriot Mobile allows us to stay connected to you and to do our program and to make sure that we are not funding the left when we do it. We are not funding people that hate free speech. Two things that make this show possible, staying connected to you and the ability to speak freely. They are both under attack in this country, and that is why you should switch to PatriotMobile.com. Patriot Mobile today, PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. Call 972-PATRIOT to get free activation today with the offer code Benny. Make the switch today, PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. A judge has ruled that big Fannie Willis is going to have to answer some questions. Now, I don't consider myself a Bible scholar, okay? Now, dear Rolls-Royce, who sits right over here in the captain's chair in the studio with me, he uh, provides the verse of the day every single day. Rolls-Royce, good old-fashioned youth group kid, knows his Bible front ways and back ways. Rolls-Royce would probably be able to tell you about the Old Testament and how there's these hilarious things that happen in the Old Testament where the kings of old, the evil leaders of old, the people who are attacking righteous men and women, uh, how they actually get undone by their own trappings, right? How they fall into traps of their own makings. They themselves get humbled. How it is them who reach way too far and then go into collapse. And it is a pretty amazing thing that you see throughout history. Something that you actually often see. It's like uh, like an absolute uh, truth of the human experience. That's because we all have the same creator. And it's because there is um, true justice, actually, that can bend itself even in our lifetimes. We're all going to have justice at the end of our lives. But like in, in this mortal world, we may see those who are so duplicitous so corrupt actually see justice themselves. And that's kind of what like what the show is about. Like we're here to actually hold into account those people on this mortal earth. And so we we get great like pleasure out of a out of a story like this because Fanny Willis is deeply and egregiously corrupt. She's incredibly stupid, as many people in her position are. And she's just like low information. She's like low IQ, very low wattage, right? IQ maybe around 80. She's just dumb. And apparently she's banging one of the prosecutors on her staff. Or on his, his, on his staff. Anyway, she is getting in bed with the prosecution as it were. Going on fancy little vacations. Paying him a little bit extra to take her to the Caribbean. It's all coming out and it's all really disgusting. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, reading to you the headlines from this morning, Fannie Willis to face hearing for hiring her lover as top prosecutor in Georgia election case. Georgia judge orders Fulton County DA to respond to 
allegations over a fair with colleague who has paid more than $600,000 in taxpayer funds to go after Donald Trump. The judge in Donald Trump's election case in Georgia has set a hearing for next month to address accusations Fannie Wills hired her lover as a top prosecutor. Fulton County District Attorney and Superior Judge Scott McAfee said on February 15th, Fannie Wills is going to have to answer some questions about Nathan Wade. Atlanta attorney Wade was paid $654,000 to help the sprawling probe into the president's effort to overturn the election bombshell firing. Willis hired Atlanta attorney Nathan Wade as an anti-corruption special prosecutor, even though he has no experience in doing that. What does he have experience on? Well, being on Big Fanny. That's his experience. In a stunning court filing, uh, one of the former, uh, one of the co-defendants in the uh, in the fake electors scheme, uh, exposed the relationship. And now they are going to have to uh, face the music. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty special as we look into the absolute and total stupidity of these people thinking that they can get away with this. I mean, <laughs> your last name is Biden here. <laughs> Here's what we know so far. The judge has set a date for looking at that relationship of February 15th. So really, for the time being, at least, things are turned upside down here. You have the district attorney who is prosecuting former President Trump and others for election interference here in in Georgia. Now she is the subject of an investigation. That hearing will look at whether there was an improper relationship between the district attorney and one of her prosecutors and also whether the two misused funds. Now, if that hearing is televised, it could prove to be disastrous for the D.A., I think the last thing she wants is for these witnesses to testify on the world stage about the salacious details of an alleged um, extramarital affair. More, too, is being learned about the prosecutor, Nathan Wade. He is seen by many legal observers as a curious choice to prosecute a former president. He's a suburban attorney specializing in family law. He's earned more than $600,000 from his work so far. And at least one defense attorney has said he's used some of that money on lavish uh, vacations with Willis. Wade is also in the midst of a divorce. Willis is being subpoenaed in that divorce, but she's fighting the subpoena. As for Willis, she still has not confirmed or denied any relationship with Wade. She's called him a great friend, and she said all criticism of the two so far is racially motivated. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? You don't like me! Because the person I'm having an affair with and paying under the table who doesn't do this body of law and who has no pedigree and was a slip and fall scumbag ambulance chaser lawyer up to this point, you don't like us because we're black. That's why. That's what's going on here. Forget the fact that we went to the White House and colluded with Joe Biden in order to try and take down Trump. Check this out from Fox News. Fulton County Prosecutor Fannie Willis, romantic partner, met with Biden White House twice before being charged, before charging Trump. Correction there. Nathaniel Wade billed Georgia County for meetings in May. So this guy was billing. This guy was billing. Scroll down in the article. You got to see the two of these. Got to see the two of these people. Look at at these expressions. You make this big. Look at these expressions. Oh, we've been caught. Ladies and gentlemen, Wade billed the county on May 23rd, 2022, for an event described as travel to Athens conference with White House counsel, 
Wade charged $2,000 for eight hours at $250 an hour. By the way, he's being paid more than the other attorneys. Big Fanny has a couple of questions that she should ask. All of this is being done on the taxpayer's dime, meeting with the Joe Biden White House. You can you can see that you can see the schedule here. Let's pull up that Mike Howell tweet, please. We, we'll always show we'll always show you the evidence, right? Here you go. There it is, Fanny Willis. We have uncovered a record of Fannie Willis visiting the White House before charging Donald Trump. And by the way, Fannie Willis, in an inverse-only fan situation, is being charged by her lover to do some work. Oh, it's getting good, baby. It's getting good. Check this out in this incredible report by uh, Jesse Waters, who went through the background of this man, Fannie's... Big Fanny's the lover of Big Fanny, I think we shall call him. Apparently, this guy has been charging Fanny Willis for work after dark. Is that racist too? <laughs> Watch. Fanny Willis's lover boy, Nathan Wade, might be the hardest working lawyer in America. Nathan allegedly billed taxpayers for 24 hours of work on the Trump Georgia case in a single day. That means Nathan was working all day and all night on Fanny's case. What would Loverboy be working on past midnight? He wouldn't be billing Fanny. No, he couldn't be. I'm sure he was just burning the midnight oil at the office. Loverboy's billed nearly 700 grand. Is he making more than the lawyers who aren't sleeping with Fanny? Is he making more because he's more qualified than they are? Or is the lover just working harder? Okay. ALX, producer ALX, we're going to have to work better on our big fanny puns. Jesse Waters' show, I never want to be behind. We never want to be behind. We want the show to be the future. Jesse Waters has some very good puns there. Very good indeed, ladies and gentlemen. So, Mr. Big Fanny Lover, who's prosecuting Donald Trump, turns out that he has a very uh, small pedigree. In fact, it turns out that he will um, get into almost anything if the money's right. Let's go ahead and look at uh, Nathan Wade's. Again, this is the chief prosecutor. This guy, this this is the ringer, right? This is the guy who's been brought in to go after Donald Trump. Donald Trump. This is the one. This is the case that they're betting all their hopes on, right? Jack Smith's totally getting bogged down in D.C. and in Florida. Jack Smith can't move. It's all It all hangs on Georgia. This is it. If they can't get Trump on this case, there's no hope. Jack Smith caught in molasses, can't move. In He's in the cement. So they got to go to Georgia. They got to go. And they have to trust one ace lawyer. Known as the big fanny lover. Here's the man. Here's the man's uh, storied. Legal history. Watch. God, wasn't it them that attacked this lawyer of impeccable credentials? Is it that some will never see a black man as qualified, no matter his achievements? What more can one achieve? Well, the race card isn't going to get you out of this one, Fanny. We found Loverboy's resume. Impeccable, 
Not a word I'd use to describe Nathan Wade's credentials. Some of his highest profile cases involve car accidents. Loverboy represented a lady who was rear-ended by a beer truck. He tried getting her 300 grand for emotional and physical damages, but the case was dismissed. Loverboy's a piranha in small claims court. He represented an electronics store who claimed the customer owed him 11 grand for some speakers. Wade won that one. And his biggest court victory of all time, Nathan Wade helped two people get their names changed. <laughs> Maybe Nathan Wade can change his name to Big Fanny Lover. Nathan Wade is a slip and fall ambulance chaser lawyer. He's getting this as a fraudulent payout from his mistress, Big Fanny. This is what's going on. And then and Big Fanny is very low wattage, right? She couldn't bring yeah. my boy George couldn't come up with a scheme like that. Is what Frank Costanza says in Seinfeld. My boy George isn't smart enough to come up with a scheme like this. She needed some outside help. Fanny Willis, as we have detailed, has met with the White House again and again and again. Let's put up this Breitbart article. Fanny Willis secretly colluded with January 6th committee. Could blow up case. Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis secretly colluded with the one-sided Democrat-run January 6th committee to obtain tips that would help her prosecute Donald Trump and tricked the court tried to keep it out of public view using procedural lies. Ladies and gentlemen, the revelation could upend the prosecution of Trump and 18 co-descendants because the evidence was concealed to keep it away from the discovery requirement that would allow the defense lawyers to see what was shared and the extent of the collaboration. It's nice to be right, I suppose, dark times, but it's nice to be right about these things. We've been calling out the January 6th committee as frauds, from day one, from the get, now it turns out that this was all institutionally designed in order to shovel information off to Jack Smith and off to prosecutions for Donald Trump. You've known this. Of course, you know this. We've always known this. But it is good, in fact, to get this information out there. It is nice to see these rulers be laid low and these evil people get what's coming to them. The Joe Biden White House has been actively working in order to prosecute their chief political rival. This is, of course, obstruction of justice. And what's being argued right now is that presidents are not immune to the actions they take as president. And so what will happen when Donald Trump wins in 2024? Well, you immediately charge Joe Biden with 10 million counts of human and child trafficking. So you send him to Guantanamo Bay for the rest of his life. And then you also charge, of course, everyone involved in this abomination, this judicial abomination with obstruction of justice. How else could you explain Fannie Willis's meeting at the White House? But it's a lot worse than a sexual kickback scheme. Documents show Fannie's lover boy met with the Biden White House while he was investigating Trump twice. Fannie's lover boy files for divorce. The next day, Fannie taps him to be Trump's special prosecutor. Then Fannie's lover boy has an eight hour conference with Joe Biden's White House counsel. Then a few months later, the lover boy has an eight hour interview with the White House. And lover boy billed the taxpayer two grand for each meeting, which would mean local prosecutors prosecuting Donald Trump are officially working with the Biden White House. That's illegal. That's illegal. 
He's also, I mean, em embarrassingly enough, and ALX, we got to work on our puns there. Jesse Waters is killing us on the pun game. We got we to gotta write out these puns. There's too many good ones in this. Big Fanny Lover is stiffing the taxpayers. Ladies and gentlemen, he's also getting into bed with the January 6th committee, as we have detailed, but it's nice to bring these things to light. It's good to like show exactly how corrosive this entire system is and how destructive it is to this nation. It's nice to like rip out from the darkness, like the cockroaches and bring them into the light. They really don't like that. And man. It's beginning to really look like we were right about January 6th, that this was all done, federally organized, in order to attack Donald Trump. They had it set up. The January 6th committee, of course, was a selective committee that didn't get to the truth, that simply simply projected narratives and was professionally produced. I, it still blows my mind. Was professionally produced by the guy who killed all the Epstein news at ABC News. I know that seems crazy, but imagine there is a cabal of truly sinister, evil predators who are desperate to retain control of this country. The same man who killed the Amy Rohrbach story at ABC News that had Clinton, that had the royal family, that protected Jeffrey Epstein, that same guy was hired. What's his name, ALX? Can you, can you pop that up? That same guy was hired for the January 6th committee to do the same thing to Donald Trump, meaning to make sure that there was a specific narrative that happened to Donald Trump that attacked him and protected some of the most evil people in our nation. It's incredible. What a fixer. What a fixer, this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Fannie Willis then got marched into that January 6th committee and handed her marching orders. And when Fannie wasn't getting sexual kickbacks and colluding with Biden's White House, she had Adam Schiff on speed dial. Fannie was working with Adam Schiff in the January 6th case to build the Georgia prosecution. You remember the January 6th committee that banned Republicans from joining and then destroyed all the evidence they collected? It's almost as if Biden's running the Trump prosecutions from the White House. Hmm. Interesting. Just a reminder. I mean, both articles are great, Royce. Just a reminder. Uh, Democrats hired ex-ABC president who spiked story on Jeffrey Epstein's role in human trafficking to make January 6th primetime hearings more dramatic. Hmm. Oh, okay. So you bring in the pederast protectors. Look at this guy. Adam James Goldston is his name. James Goldston is his name. Scroll down through the article, please. This is the guy. I want to name and shame these people. This is the guy. So this was the goal. The goal was to bring in Cretans, human scum like this guy, James Goldston, Epstein protector. Check the flight logs. Let's find. We should check Epstein flight logs. Was James Goldston ever invited to the island? I don't know. Good question. We can, we don't have the flight logs because Democrats continue to protect the dead pederast. But nonetheless, this is the guy that produced the January sixth hearings for dramatic effect. This was all designed. This was all created. It was centrally organized. It was centrally planned. To do what? Get Trump. Why? Because Trump is such a threat to them. 
Marjorie Taylor Greene, somebody who we were chilling with in Iowa earlier this week as a Trump surrogate, saying uh, now it's time to actually put Fannie Willis, big Fannie Willis and lover boy in jail. And our Georgia Attorney General, Chris Carr, where I am asking for them to investigate for criminal investigations into Fonnie Willis and her boyfriend, Nathan Wade. I can tell you right now, I'm a lifelong Georgian, and we are sick and tired and fed up with Fannie Willis using her Fulton County position and Fulton County tax dollars not to prosecute real criminals, but to go after Joe Biden's top political opponent, which is President Trump and other co-defendants in their entire effort to claim that we shouldn't care about elections when absolutely elections are one of the most important things we have in this country. And so I'm recognizing recommending criminal referral to Governor Kemp and Chris Carr against Fannie Willis and her boyfriend. She's taking Fulton County taxpayer dollars and she's paying her boyfriend nearly $700,000 while he takes her on lavish vacations, not only in this country, but internationally as well. You talk about pay to play. And then he is invoicing her office, which is the Fulton County taxpayers, saying that he somehow worked 24 hours in one day. I'm sorry, that is corruption and that is an absolute lie. Not only that, he was sent up and he met with the Biden White House as he is planning to prosecute President Trump. We know exactly what this is. I'm calling on Governor Kemp and our Attorney General Chris Carr, investigate and prosecute Fannie Willis and end this witch hunt immediately. It's outrageous. Well, there's one thing I have. We love Marjorie, but there's one contention I have with what she just said there. She's like, how could he have billed her for 24 hours? Was he really working overnight? Well, MTG, uh, he could be billing her for something he was doing overnight. I mean, he literally could be charging her. Do you, do you understand what's actually happening here? The guy's actually charging Big Fanny for boyfriend services. That's how he can bill 24 straight hours in a row. Just laying it out there. How is Donald Trump reacting to all of this? Well, as you'd expect. We had a very big event yesterday, as you saw in Georgia, where the district attorney is totally compromised. The case has to be dropped. In fact, they say she's in far more criminal liability than any of the people she's looking at. So I think that when you look at what happened where they pay a lawyer with absolutely no experience, $700,000 who happens to be her lover or her boyfriend, and uh, then they go on trips and vacations together, very expensive vacations together. And the reason they paid him so much because he was after me. So this is something you don't, this is a trap you don't ever want to be caught in, okay? Take it from me who follows this kind of stuff, the the TikTok of these kind of scandals very closely, and I've done it for years. You don't want to be trapped in the Donald Trump knows that you're cheating on your spouse and you are like sexually corrupt. You don't want to be trapped there. Donald Trump's been a celebrity for 50 years. The last 50 years, he knows how to play these personal failings, scandals better than anyone. No one will beat Trump at this game. Do you remember, here's a good example. Do you remember uh, Peter Strzok at the FBI and his lover, Lisa Page, his lover? You remember those tweets? Oh, they were things of legend. 
Do you remember those news conferences where Donald Trump realized that the uh, two FBI agents, the two like gremlin-like FBI agents that were out to get him were actually sleeping with each other and were cheating on their spouses together? Oh, you don't want this trap. This is a bad one. Donald Trump knows how to play this. And uh, well, Big Fanny was running to the church to try and get a little bit of uh, absolution in this moment. So as all of these corresponding scandals begin to rock her prosecution of Donald Trump, Fannie Willis does what every Democrat activist does, which is grotesque, by the way, which is to use the pedestal and the podium of a church for uh, personal defense. Bill Clinton did this. I think this has been normalized throughout the, the Democrat Party for a very long time, but they go into the black church and they go to the boom clap hallelujah chorus and they try and ask for absolution uh, through people like shouting hallelujah at them, which is not the intention of the church, okay? Let me say this as just a simple Christian, no theologian here, but I, that is not the intention of the church to go air your dirty political laundry and to try and make campaign statements about your crimes. That is um, satanic. But that is what we saw here, mixed with and sprinkled with the very delightful argument that any criticism of Fannie Willis is a criticism of all black women. So that's going to be what they go with here, which is actually a tell. It means they've lost and means they're scared as hell about what's about to happen to them. The tell is that Fannie Willis is going back to the final rung. So be, when you lose every argument, you get down to the final rung. The final rung is, you're doing this to me because I'm black. It's the final, like, I have nothing left argument. And you run into the church to scream that argument as loudly as you possibly can. Now on, like, super low wattage people, that argument works. But on the rest of us, tick-tock, big Fanny. Watch. All the glory I receive, it's his grace, not a perfect me. We are at a time in history, people, hear me on this. We are at a time in history when you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. Stumbling all the way. So his flawed, hard-headed, and imperfect child has a message for each of you today. Please find a way to do your extraordinary God-given assignment yes. and make this community and the world a better place for all of his people. Okay, I like I'm uh, like Royce and I are cringing in the studio watching that with you. Um this is like blasphemy, okay? It's blasphemy. That's what it is. She's saying that Jesus wants me to prosecute Donald Trump. That's what she's saying there. And that while I while I divorce my husband uh, which you <laughs> go read the gospels lady. Like that's frowned upon, but pretty strongly. And while I lie and while I collude 
with this child murdering White House, the March for Life today, by the way, it's not happening live during our show, but big shout out to the March for Life. While I collude with these like true Satanists, like these people, there's no other way to describe them, right? If you've looked at the absolute Sodom and Gomorrah of Joe Biden's White House, everything from Dylan Mulvaney to the like the the nudity and sexual debauchery that's had at the White House is straight up like vision into Sodom, right? Don't look at it too hard. You'll turn into a pillar of salt. That should be a new segment, the pillar of salt on the show. Come on, Royce. We, we, we turn someone into the pillar of salt. There's something that you have to be really careful about in life. And I say this again as a simple Christian is to not like impart like Christ uh, and the 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 purity and the beauty of the gospel message into like your petty little political fights of the day. All right. That's you're getting you're getting on dangerous thin ice there. Christ was about large, big ideas for humanity. Render unto Caesar what is Caesar. We're allowed to have our own little petty political battles, but I'm not going to sit here and like project the gospel onto like my particular political preference. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's lar- It's larger than that. It's bigger than that, than like the little political battles of the day. So you got to be very careful to be like, I'm prosecuting Donald Trump because Jesus wants me to. And I'm an imperfect black woman. So you can't expect me to be perfect while I'm banging the lawyer who I'm paying to prosecute Trump and he's charging me for 24 hours of work. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Black woman. Like, you know how sick that is? You know how blasphemous that is? Like, okay. Like, pretty scary stuff there for you. Like, be worried about that. Be worried. Uh, Simple Christians, we can be wrong at times. We can, you know, we should correct our mistakes. But to say that, like, Christ is backing me when I'm um, lying and colluding and going after people for doing no wrong and and then cheating on my husband, divorcing my husband, and then like ha- like having affairs with people that I'm paying out of the taxpayer coffer. Like, d- and Jesus wants me to do it all because I'm an imperfect black lady. Like, okay, uh, you got to you got to get right with God. That's all, that's all I'm going to say, okay? As an imperfect person, you got to get right with God. The other thing that is very important that producer ALX has brought up on this issue is that Vanny Willis depended on a witch, like an actual satanic witch, in order to get this prosecution of Donald Trump. That seems a little crazy, Betty. What do you mean a witch? What are you talking about? Like, I mean, the lady's a witch, like she professes to be a like Wiccan Satan worshiping witch. This is the lady who was the foreperson for Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis worked with this lady in order to get the prosecution of Donald Trump. Not a be- not the best look when you have to go to the dark demonic arts in order to get your prosecution over the line. But we have the tape. Let's go. Did you personally want to hear from the former president? I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. Mm. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in. I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. When somebody has like the, when somebody has like the black eyes, when somebody has like black eyes, kind of like a shark, like a 
Yeah. Like a great white shark, when it bites into a piece of flesh and the eyes like kind of roll back in its head. And when somebody is posting publicly, like about how they're a witch, grand jury foreperson said it would have been awesome to subpoena Trump is a witch who shares spell and magic on her Pinterest page. You see the, uh, you see the, can we go up to the, can we go up to the, um, what she, what she shared on her page, sort of the, the magic. There you go. Right there. See that pentagram there. That's the symbol of the church of Satan. This is what Fanny Willis boom clap in the church saying Jesus wants, Jesus is so proud of her, like wants her to, this is the person who she's colluding with in order to get her job done. Along with, of course, cheating on her husband, divorcing her husband and having affairs. I'm not here trying to throw rocks, right? I'm saying that you're out in public doing this kind of stuff and it's blasphemous. That's the pentagram. This is the sign of Satan. This is the satanic church. Like this is their symbol. It's been the sign of Satan for a very long time. Here we go. Down here, casting a circle. This is on her public page, by the way. This is Fannie Willis's best friend. There it is again. The satanic pen, pen, the satanic pentagram. There you go. How to how to cast a circle. Don't want to put this up too long on my show because I don't want to promote this kind of garbage. But it's worth seeing. Sunlight is a good disinfectant. Wicca, witchcraft, and paganism. She's also posting how to be a pagan. Oh, okay. What does the word pagan come from? Well, pagan is somebody who hasn't been converted to Christianity, hasn't seen the light. Somebody who still lives in eternal darkness. Uh, okay. So all of this stuff exists on Fannie Willis's best friend's page. This is who Fannie Willis decided to, uh, would be the number one person to help her prosecute Trump. And it gets far worse. Man, if you want to see like, what like a really creepy untethered person uh, acts and looks like? Yo, I got the clip for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is our this is our nuclear cringe of the day. Is it? Would you say when it comes to there are indi- there are indictments recommended? Of course. Is it yes. more than? 12 people? Is it more than 20 people? I think if you look at the page numbers of the report, there's about six pages in the middle that got cut out. Allow for spacing. It's not a short list. Not a short list. (laughs) More, I mean, when it comes to... What if I was doing the show? What if I was doing the show? And whilst doing the show, I was going like this. Like, would you say, hey, um, something's wrong with you. Maybe you need to get baptized. Maybe you need to go see a priest. Maybe something's like, something's up with you. Perhaps there's something wrong with you. Or would you say you're on the, like, and then let's say my entire social media feed was filled with uh, pagan witchcraft and Satan worship. Uh, Would you say you're on the side of Jesus there? Like, is that what you would say? It's so repugnant. It's so blasphemous. And I say this, of course, as a deeply important, like as from a, on a Christian level, it's just so sick when I see this kind of stuff. It's so disgusting. It's so degrading. And it really is, I think, what Christ came to 
fight on this earth. And the church in Christ's time was doing the exact same thing, was corrupt and was using its power for personal gain and were filled with filthy, empty, like whitewashed tombs. A brood of vipers was the church leaders, so-called. And Christ was straight up flipping tables when he saw it and when he saw it for real. When Christ went and saw the money changing in the churches, then he went and he flipped those tables and he got a whip. Read the gospel. He got a whip and he whipped people. Huh? Is that the Jesus that you heard about in the storybooks? Well, it's the Jesus of the gospel. Got a whip and started beating people. Okay, simple Christian, I just read my Bible. So you don't want to be on the wrong side of that, is all I'm saying. I'm trying to be your, I'm, I'm Fanny Willis's best friend, okay? Not like Nathan Wade, not that kind of friend. But I'm like trying to give you a little bit of advice. You don't want to be on that side. You want to have more fear of God than you have of Satan, as Jim Caviezel told us on the program a couple of months ago. The man who played Jesus. Have more fear of God. Like understand that there are bigger, th- like this is about, this is about something bigger and you got to be very careful to try and read like Jesus into your moral failings and into into like your corruption on this earth because the people who did that uh, didn't end up great for them in Christ's time and it won't end up great for them in this time. And we're starting to see already the retribution. This is what it looked like when Donald Trump, after Fannie Willis got his mugshot, right? His epic mugshot that hangs in our studio actually, uh, got this massive this thing is big by the way it's like a like a we printed it out on like a three and a half like a three four foot this is like a three or four foot like giant donald trump mugshot in our studio right there after that mugshot uh donald trump drove away from the fulton county jail and he drove through these impoverished little communities that fanny willis is stealing from by the way in order to prosecute trump and in order to pay her lover fanny willis st- is stealing robbing from these poor and impoverished people. And this is how they treated Donald Trump as he drove through their their small and broken and crumbling neighborhoods that have been utterly neglected by the Democrat party, 50, 60, 70 years of Democrat rule. This is what it sounded like. I want you to hear it as Donald Trump drove through. Y'all see it, man. Which one are you in, though? Hmm. Oh, come down the front. I'm talking about they got everybody. You hear that? Look at that truck, dog. Free Trump. Fanny, you done effed up, they say. Fanny, you done effed up. Free my N-word Trump. I'm quoting the video. That's what the people inside of Fanny Willis's hometown are saying. As they gather in the streets, come out of their homes and gather in the streets to cheer on Donald Trump. The day of his arrest. The day of his arrest. So are we like watching something that's biblical in real time? I would argue yes. I would argue yes. And vengeance is the Lord's, he says. 
Like sit back and watch my justice. Have, just have faith. That's all that we are called to do, ladies and gentlemen. It's really, really interesting uh, times that we are living in. And it is wonderful to see in our time justice served. How special is that? How incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are really excited on our show to be joined by one of our favorite members of Congress, Wesley Hunt, who is a member of Congress from Texas, who's just a barn burner, and he's running just a few minutes late. And so uh, he'll be joining us in just one moment. We're very excited about it. You should be excited about this coming year. 2024 is going to be a wild year, but it's also going to be a year fraught with a lot of shenanigans. Those shenanigans could really wreck our economy. So you got to be prepared and you got to make sure that you come correct this year and potentially invest and diversify a little bit into precious metals, something that cannot be controlled by Joe Biden and cannot be controlled by a fiat state or the Federal Reserve. Gold is what I invest in. I diversify just a bit and I go to my friends at Allegiance Gold for this. When you prefer, when you invest in physical gold or silver, you can do so in like actually getting the physical gold and silver. I have some in the studio or you can do it through an IRA or a 401k. The professionals at Allegiance Gold can help you out. You should go gold this year. A lot of nation states are doing this, actually, diversifying from the dollar. Go to protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. Uh, okay, speaking of protecting your future, Nikki Haley is out here saying that um, Donald Trump is now going back to his birther roots. Again, if you are a Republican, then why would you be attacking Donald Trump? Nikki Haley is not a Republican. Nikki Haley is a Democrat. Nikki Haley does not wish to see Donald Trump be elected president, even though Donald Trump's the only person who made Nikki Haley's career by selecting her for a no-show job at the United Nations, where she sat around and got coffee and measured the drapes. Nikki Haley now is saying that Trump feels threatened by her and insecure. Hmm. Nikki says that Donald Trump is bringing back up the birther argument. Why? Uh, because Donald Trump is calling her by her real name. So I have here for you, this is not like a slur or a slander or whatever. Like what? My, my full name is Benjamin Arthur Johnson. That's what's on my birth certificate. So let's go ahead and check. If you're a birther, let's go ahead and check Nikki Haley's birth certificate. Here you go. Nim Nimarata. I think I'm saying that correctly. I asked Vivek actually on the trail. Nimarata is Ni Rahanda. I think that's like the pronunciation that, they're, that, that Wikipedia is giving me. That's her birth name. I, look, what do you want? What do you want from me? Like, are you like you, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be that offended that people call you by the name your parents gave you? You're not bothered by. That's gonna send. That's gonna make you spiral, Nikki. That people call you by your birth name. Nikki's not your birth name. But as we've detailed on the show, Nikki, somebody who's obsessed with having you use your real name on the internet and getting a government license to do so, doesn't even call her husband by her real name. This is an amazing article where she's like, "Oh, you go by Bill. Your name's Bill. I'm gonna call you Michael now." Oh, uh, okay. And then she gets all of her little friends to call her Michael. Call him Michael. What kind of man allows that? What kind of man allows that? What kind of what kind of woman? What kind of battle axe bulldozer kind of woman like 
Like, does that to a man. Anyway, I don't want to know. Have you ever done that to your wife? Husband? Girlfriend? I don't like your name. I'm going to start calling you this. Your name's Bill now. That's what she did. She, Nikki Haley literally did this to her husband. I can't get over it. There's a lot of stuff to criticize Nikki Haley on, but this is this is real. This is really something. So somebody who does that to her husband, who literally changes his name, changes his birth certificate, right? Shouldn't be attacking Donald Trump as a birther, but here she is. So, Governor, in recent days, Trump has waged some particularly personal attacks against you. He's promoted the idea that because your parents were not U.S. citizens when you were born, they're immigrants from India, uh, you aren't eligible to be president. To be clear, that's not true. You are eligible. Um, and he's also highlighted your given first name, uh, Nimarada, which he misspelled. But beyond that, uh, you've gone by Nikki your whole life. It's your middle name. Um, how do you respond? Well, first, I am the proud daughter of Bamberg, South Carolina. So I love my sweet town, and I'm proud to say I'm from there. So that's the first question. We can throw that out the window. And look, the name calling, I know President Trump well. That's what he does when he feels threatened. That's what he does when he feels insecure. I don't take these things personally. It doesn't bother me. I know him very well, and this is what he does. I know that I am a threat. I know that's why he's doing that. So why aren't you going by Nimarata? Because you have said on TV multiple times that you demand that all of us get licenses from the government and go by our real names on social media. Yet you and your husband don't go by your real names. So what's that about? I don't know. But I do know this, that I have, we've done, we've done multiple shows this week on how Nikki Haley is a Democrat plant. Now we have proof, more proof, I guess. If you needed a single video to show you how much you should, how hard you should vote against Nikki Haley, man, I got something for you. The guy who single-handedly uh, held up the gavel, literally, to ensure that Donald Trump didn't get many of his America First policies accomplished when Republicans had unified control of government in 2017 and 2018. The man who's singularly responsible for the, the destruction of the Donald Trump agenda and leaning directly into the Democrats' plot, plot to, to try and muddy the man up so that he can't get anything done. Handing, in fact, the gavel directly back to Nancy Pelosi is Paul Ryan. There is no, no snake on earth that you should trust less than this man. When the American people resoundingly, legally, and authoritatively sent Donald Trump to the White House in order to enact his policies, it was Paul Ryan in charge of a massive majority in the House of Representatives who ensured that Donald Trump did not get a wall, that Donald Trump did not get border funding, that Donald Trump was not able to accomplish his goals. Paul Ryan is a Manchurian. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's not a Republican. He is somebody who is a Trojan horse inside of our party and an advocate for some of the worst ideas on the planet. And here he is doing exactly that. Look, it, a lot's going to happen between now and November. Nothing's linear in politics these days. There's a zigzag. So who knows is the point. 
Biden is so weak that even Donald Trump pulls ahead of him. But look at Nikki Haley's polling. I mean, she beats him by like 12 points in head-to-head polls. So I would prefer a a candidate who I think would be a good president and who I know is going to win. And by the way, give us more seats in Congress. That's Nikki Haley. Well, so obviously my preferences aren't aren't, aren't bubbling through the Republican Party right now. But let's just wait and see what happens in New Hampshire and see if this inevitability narrative which has credence now coming out of Iowa, if it if it sticks past New Hampshire. And if Nikki Haley wins New Hampshire, then I think we got a race on our hands. So I want to wait and see what happens there. Well, you made a lot. Why is Ryan, Paul Ryan at Davos? Why is Paul Ryan weaseling his way into the World Economic Forum? What the hell is that about? But if you needed further evidence, I mean, we've done hours on how Nikki Haley is a Democrat plant this week. Like, if you need further evidence, there you go. Paul Ryan. The worst speaker in Republican history advocating for Nikki Haley. Now, Donald Trump may well pick Nikki Haley as VP. We don't know. The reports are that she's on the list. Now, many people in the Trump campaign tell us that she's not. But who knows? Yesterday, Don Jr. confirmed what this show has been advocating for, which is my boy, Tucker Carlson as VP. We'll ask Wesley Hunt about it. Maybe Wesley Hunt will be the VP pick. I don't know. But here's Don Jr., somebody who knows a thing about a thing, saying yesterday, um, yo, Tucker, come on, baby, make my day. Do you see Ron DeSantis? How, how do you, it's hard, you know, they, they, people do that. Like, you know, I, I, I would do whatever I could to make sure it wasn't Nikki Haley. But, uh, you know, but like a Ron DeSantis, could I see, you're never going to rule out someone that is, you know, a leading contender. It doesn't mean that's who you go with. I could see other people. That would be great. I'd love to see, you know, a J.D. Vance. I'd love to see a Tucker Carlson. I'd love to see, you know, people who are just principally, uh, you know, in alignment as well as like aggressive. I, you, you actually need a fighter. The Republicans in Washington, D.C. are weak. You can have the House, the Senate, and they'll still roll over. It doesn't Don, matter. is your dad uh, serious about Tucker Carlson? Are those rumors serious? I would imagine, you know, listen, that's clearly, it would be on the table, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're very friendly. I think they agree on virtually all of these things. They certainly agree on stopping the never ending wars. Uh, and so, you know, I, I would love to see that happen. And, you know, that, that would certainly be a contender. So there he is, ladies and gentlemen. And now here is, oh, you can leave, you can leave his Twitter profile, huh? We're going to get, we're going to give him extra time on screen. One of our favorite members of Congress, the great Wesley Hunt from Texas, joins the show now. What's Rolls Royce doing? He's taking your Twitter account down? No way, baby. No. Turn it up. Everyone's got to follow based Wesley Hunt. Yes, that's right. Everyone's got to follow based Wesley Hunt. Let's just get it. Let's just do it from the top. Man. Get out the way from the top. Two hundred thousand followers. You are rounding the corner, man. Well done. Thank and you, uh, you were round. You were rounding the corner in uh, Iowa, Congressman, going around the block advocating for Donald Trump this week with a historic victory. How'd that treat you? Good. It was fantastic, man. It was one of those things to see the the groundswell support for President Trump to be on the ground to watch a 30-point victory, which is the largest margin of victory in Republican primary history in Iowa. I mean, we all know what's going down. And right now, Democrats have to, are acting like caged, cornered animals trying to get this guy out of there. It's absolutely awesome to watch. It's awesome to watch this movement and to be there in Iowa on that night to watch the victory speech, man. <laughs> I mean, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. 
Now, you were there. It, you were braving the cold weather. This has got to be really cold for somebody from Texas. You were braving the cold weather. You were advocating for your president, Donald Trump's victory. Yet the resident of the White House, Joe Biden, was up yesterday saying that Iowa means nothing. I want to play you the clip and get your reaction. Okay. And what Iowa means to you, to your re-election race? Well, I don't think Iowa means anything. When the president got 50-some thousand votes, the lowest number of votes anybody's won got, you know, uh, this idea that's been a runaway, I, he can characterize any way he wants. Uh, let's him make that justice. Iowa means nothing, says the guy who's going to try and win the Rust Belt. Great. Good job. Really fantastic campaigning there, Joe. Your thoughts? You know, Joe Biden probably couldn't find Iowa on the map right now, uh, to be honest with you. So uh, my wife, is born and raised in Iowa. She's from a small town called McCombie, wow. Iowa. And so I go to Iowa at least three or four times a year to visit my in-laws. And Iowa is known for what's called the Makokota Caves. And as you go to the Makokota Caves, it's there's a house that's on the hill, a log cabin house, a beautiful home, and, and a flagpole. As you drive down to the Makokota Caves, there's two flags. There's Old Glory, and there's another one. And it says, Trump, Trump 2024, no more BS. It's <laughs> been up there for years. And if you think that Iowa doesn't matter, and if you'll think that flag, that flag is indicative of the sentiment of the working class Rust Belt community that's going to come out in droves here in 2024 in November, you are sorely mistaken. And look, he has to do that. These people moved moved their primaries uh, from Iowa to, 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 to South Carolina because he knows that they're going to get smoked there anyway. It's a really bad tactic. And what he should be doing is that he should be admitting that President Trump set a record and, and tripled, tripled the record from before. Come on, guys. Like, like, we all see the games. We all know what's going on. And, yeah, it was cold. It was frigid. The weather was terrible. And you know what I saw? I saw, I saw enthusiasm. I saw people really looking forward to getting our country back. And I think Iowa is the first shot across the bow in a very major way to get our country back. And you cannot deny the facts. There was something that happened that I saw uh, on X where a dude, while you were giving a speech, started yelling at you. Yeah. Like, how could you be something, something like, how could you be a racist on MLK Day? I wanted to give you a chance to respond to that because I hadn't really, I, didn't really I, I wanted to ask you, like, what was going on there? Well, well, it, the, the Coxes were on, were on MLK Day. Um, I was actually advocating for President Trump. Uh, I was speaking uh, as, as a surrogate for him at one of the events. And I brought the fact that I've been black my entire life. And the fact that we are sitting here in Iowa and I'm advocating for President Trump because he asked me, a black man, to be there to advocate on his behalf is a show of the progress that we have seen in this country. And I talk about my district. That's a white majority district that President Trump would have won by 25 points, that I won by 30 points. And here I am as a black man today on MLK Day representing the fact that I'm literally being judged not by the color of my skin, but by the content of my character. And that makes the left go absolutely crazy. And I love every second of it because they would argue that somebody like me doesn't exist. Well, I do exist. We are alive and well. And I think it's intellectually dishonest to sit there and say that President Trump, he's a racist if you like MAGA. You're a racist if you like border security. You're a racist if you like low inflation. You're a racist if you like low taxes. You're a racist if you like people that support our, our, our police officers and our first responders. You're a racist for, for people that, that, that want to support our oil and gas industry and unleash American energy. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, right. All those issues are colorblind, and we are the party of a meritocracy. I am living proof of that, sir. Uh, we do regularly, Congressman, clips of people from the south side of Chicago, yeah. from the Bronx and New York, yeah. uh, or urban communities that are like, nah, man, we're effing with Trump this election. We're right. done, right? Trump's my right. boy. Like, yeah. we do those we do those clips and we have we have an abundance of them. Right. But something that I wasn't uh, counting on on my bingo card for 2024, although I guess at what point, like at what point do we just break the wheel and say anything's possible, yeah. is one of the biggest rappers in the world, yeah. uh, one of the most followed rappers in the world, Meek Mill. Meek Millie, Meek Millie came out. Yeah. Meek Mill quoting my tweet and being like, <laughs> wait till y'all see who the black people in poverty are voting for. Yeah. Uh, can you can you break this down for us? Like, I think that what he's doing, and we were counting on, I don't know, no Meek Mill. He's welcome to come on the show anytime. I invite you and Meek Mill on the show, right? We had a great conversation. Uh, I think what he's doing is he's saying that Democrat policies have been terrible yeah. for poor people, especially, and that there are communities that feel utterly left behind. And they're going to vote the opposite direction in 2024. Your thoughts? Man, Meek Millie, ASAP Rocky, Kodak Black, man. The, the, the list is, in, uh, I mean, Lil Wayne. What are we talking about? Like, these are <laughs> black people that, I that are in touch with the black community. And black men are looking around. They're saying, this sucks. The Biden administration sucks. And you know what? Four <laughs> years ago, it didn't suck. And then meanwhile, we're sitting here complaining about, <laughs> about tweets and MAGA this, and people are racist. Look, the rising tide raises all boats. But black people in the hood, they don't want to pay more taxes either. They want to be safer as well. They don't want fewer law enforcement or fewer police officers. We want more police officers. It's not a race issue. And what we've seen in the last four years is this country go to absolute hell in the handbasket, and everybody's looking around, pointing the fingers, and you know what we realize that is? This happened ever since Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, our, our, our board of czar, took office. So you know what? Let's go back to the way it was a few years ago. And now we feel emboldened. A lot of black people feel emboldened to actually speak their mind and speak their heart because now we have proof. We have proof that we were better off before and we just want to get back to that. This has nothing to do with race, religion, color, or creed. This has everything to do with your quality of life. Am I better off then? Am I better off now? And black folks are realizing we're better off now. And I think President Trump is going to get between 25 and 30 percent of the black male vote. He set a record in 2020. He got 18.7 percent of the black male vote. If he gets 25, kiss the baby. This thing is over. And Democrats know that. And that's why they're acting like caged animals to get him out of there. They are hemorrhaging the black male vote. And I'm telling you, I'm seeing it every single day. And by Meek Mill, Meek Mill of all, of all people. Coming out and being like, yeah, man, like the streets, the streets got his back. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We have the we have the B-roll. It'll just play beside you of Fannie Willis's hometown <laughs> on the night that she arrested Donald Trump. Mugshots in the studio uh, coming out to support Donald Trump. People getting out of their houses, out of their buildings to come out and oh, cheer yeah. Donald Trump as he rolls yeah, through the street. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Saying free my boy Trump. That's what they were saying. Danny, Fanny Dunn effed up. Yeah. But little did we know how right they were. The entire uh, A block of the show was about how Danny did, Fanny did F up by effing around with one of her lawyers, by meeting with the Biden White House, by meeting with the January 6th committee, by paying her lover boy. Uh, 
an enormous amount of money, even though he doesn't do these kind of cases and doesn't have any kind of pedigree as a lawyer. And he's just into big fannies. And so we're looking at this and saying, how, how, and now there's a judge that's scheduling like a hearing saying, hold up, something ain't right here. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this case? Oh, well, Joe Biden right now is polling at 31%, the lowest he's seen in modern history. The only person worse than that is Kamala Harris. She's polling worse than that. <laughs> she's, the, she's the worst polling vice president we have seen in the history of this country. And while Dick Cheney was vice president, he shot somebody. Think about that. He's <laughs> worse than Dick Cheney at this point. He shot somebody, a friend of his, in the face with birdshot. Thank God it wasn't buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. At what point... Do we realize that these are Democrats that are that are going after President Trump and it's witch hunt after witch hunt after witch hunt indictment all over the country? It's 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 New York, it's Georgia, it's everywhere, it's Fannie. They are doing this because they're trying their best to keep him off the ballot. But thank God for our Constitution and thank God for the Supreme Court because they're not going to let them get away with this. And I hope that he goes after Fannie with full force when this is over. This is ridiculous. Taxpaying dollars were paid to enrich a man that she had an affair with because he wants to make President Trump a political prisoner. Mm. What? Yeah. What? This is what's happening in our country right now. And the good thing is we have shows like yours. There's people like me, there's people around the country that are exposed to this for exactly what it is. Thank God. And thank God your viewership is going to watch this and disseminate this accordingly. That's why we're going to be okay in November. We don't have to worry about the fake news, man. We don't have to worry about CS, NBL, NBL, LSD and, 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 and CNN and everybody else. The only thing we have to do is stay focused. Stay focused on the issues, shows like you to to really put out what's going on and we're going to be just fine. But let me tell you something, man. The people are getting ready to speak and we're getting ready to speak loud and clear. We're sick. We're sick of the corruption. We are sick of the two tier justice system. And I also want to say this. I, I was on uh, Triggered yesterday with, uh, with with Don Jr. And we were talking about he versus Hunter Biden. Could you imagine? Go, go with me. Could you imagine? If Donald Trump Jr. behaved the way that Hunter Biden has behaved, could you imagine if we found cocaine in the White House that nobody knows whose cocaine it was? Could you imagine <laughs> if you found on, on camera measuring crack while prostitutes are in the back that are, that are that are being paid for by money that you got because of who your father was? This is ridiculous. And now we know it. And that's indicative of why. President Trump set a record in Iowa. We're going to see the same thing in New Hampshire. We're going to see the same thing in Nevada. We're going to see the same thing in South Carolina. And I cannot wait to watch it. And I'm even more proud to be a part of the movement, brother. Final question for you, Congressman, because yeah. you brought up the polling and we have the polling actually here from Real Clear Politics. You can see now Donald Trump not only you know, you see Joe Biden sort of like slowly atrophy, but John, Donald Trump just like a rocket ship, right? Yeah. He's like Tesla stock, Bitcoin. <laughs> bam. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. And he's popping up again. And I think it, I think that you are on a trend here where Donald Trump is simply polling outside of the margin of fraud and they're going to get desperate. Now you're starting to see little stories like this. Yeah. Don't be shocked. Here's the New York Post. Don't be shocked if Michelle Obama sneaks her way into the 2024 race. Yeah. And they go through how Michelle Obama could do the old switcheroo with Joe. Mm -hmm. Is this going to work? Your thoughts on this? Personal thoughts, and I've, I actually read this uh, yesterday. Do you know that the election is 10 months away? Mm. 
If you were going to replace Joe Biden, you had to do this eight, 10 months ago. Mm -hmm. This is what they're doing. They're riding with Biden. And I don't see them replacing him at this point because it would take a Herculean effort to get somebody spun up to a national level to run against President Trump when the election is 10 months away. I just don't see it. And, they, and they've realized that this is the party of identity politics. And the reason why they cannot replace Biden with, let's say, a Gavin Newsom or somebody else who's white, because then you have to replace the black vice president with a white guy, even though he's probably way better. Let's be honest. This is the DNI party. So then you're going to have a serious problem if you try to usurp the black woman with any other candidate. So you're stuck with Joe Biden. It's just what it is. And they've realized that they can't replace him. And this guy cannot walk up steps. He can't read off the teleprompter. This guy is more obsessed with ice cream than keeping our world safe. And we've watched it for the past year. Why haven't they replaced this guy yet? Because they can't. It's just that simple. I think Michelle Obama is living in her house in Martha's Vineyard. That's right there off the coast, by the way. It goes to show you how much they care about global warming and about the coastal flooding. They just built a house in Hawaii. They're flying around on Sir Richard Branch's plane. Do you really think they're going to live that life to go run against President Trump? I just doubt it, man. Yep. I, you know what? That's actually a really great point. Like, why would they give this up? They got a great, they can make Netflix shows that nobody watches, right? Like, they get, they get paid. They can do podcasts. They live there and throw their little parties, right? Yeah. I, I just, I, I think it's just too late for that. If you, if, if they would have replaced him seven, eight months ago or talked about this seven, eight months ago, that would be, that would have been a more interesting conversation for me. But yeah. at this point, I think this is what they're going to roll with. Yeah, I think this is what they're going to roll with. I wouldn't be surprised if you were on stage during the 2024 election cycle with Donald Trump, Meek Mill, Lil Wayne. Uh, and that would be a dream. For me, that would be a dream come true. You're, you're talking about – and by the way, I've been listening to like Lil Wayne back back in the Hot Boys days, man. You, I mean that would be <laughs> like my, a dream come true. I'm talking about like the block is hot, Lil Wayne. Nothing would make me happier <laughs> to be on stage with one, of the real, with like one of the original Hot Boys, man. Come on. I, I would love that. Here's to manifesting that in 2024. Sure. Sure. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Congressman. The great Wesley Hunt. Again. Follow on X. Here's the profile. 200,000 patriots can't be wrong. Give our boys some love and Godspeed, Congressman. Thank you, brother. Anytime. And you enjoy your weekend. Thank you for having me on, man. Ooh, baby. The block is hot. The block is hot. And so is, ladies and gentlemen, the polling right now. For Donald Trump. That's free for all Friday. So we always try and do like good news to give you a pep step into the weekend. So here we go. Let's do it. Trump leads Biden with independent voters by 11 points, according to a poll that was used in order to say that Joe Biden was leading by 20 points in 2020. So it's like all these polls that showed absolute doom for Donald Trump, where there really was none, right? In 2020, they're all showing Trump now winning. So how bad is Biden losing really remains the question. Former President Trump is leading Biden by with independent voters outpacing the incumbent by 11 points. This is an absolute disaster by the messenger Harris poll. Ooh, baby. J.P. Morgan boss, big Democrat donor, says that Donald Trump pretty much got everything right and that Democrats need to grow up. 
and that Joe Biden is a failure for trying to demonize 75 million Americans. Absolute white and red pill bombing uh, from the World Economic Forum in Switzerland. I just can't get enough of this clip. It's gone thermonuclear on our social media, but this is one of the most, this is a billionaire. Jamie Dimon's a billionaire. He's the most powerful banker on earth. And here he is saying, hold up, Donald Trump got it right. And Joe Biden got it wrong. Watch. You've got this great hand, but when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. Now, if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He was kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, China ta- virus. Tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't th- I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I when he, when he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things in Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not- hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really, like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Wait. Okay, hold on. I just want to make sure that I heard this correctly. That's the richest, one of the richest men on earth, the most powerful banker on earth, a man who represents J.P. Morgan, which is the bank that's bailed out the American government like five times in its existence. J.P. Morgan, the most powerful bank on the planet. The guy in charge of that, the CEO, Jamie Dimon, being like, Trump was right about immigration. Trump was right about taxes. Trump was right about China. I didn't like the way he said things, but aren't we all adults? Can't we get past that? Isn't that the policies that matter? And then Joe Biden's only thing he offers is the demonization of 75 million Americans, many of them my customers. F that guy. What a world we're seeing. What an incredible time to be alive. And I got even more good news for you. Hunter Biden is finally set for a deposition February 28th. Now, that seems like a long ways off, but it is effectively like a month from now. So. Biden is going to go into the impeachment probe and get officially deposed by Republicans, and this will uh, avert his contempt of Congress, uh, which was going to be a very sticky situation for the Biden regime to be in because they want to put Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro in jail for the exact same thing. Nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden has finally broken down and will now go in and be deposed and have to testify against his father. This is wild stuff and very, very good news for us. I very much look forward to following up on this story. Watch. Well, Brett, House Oversight Chairman James Comer and Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan announced late this afternoon that Hunter Biden will sit for a deposition on February 28th. This comes after months of defiance by the president's son who appeared on Capitol Hill last month, but only to speak to reporters. House Republicans were planning to move forward with a contempt of Congress resolution this week, but postponed it to give attorneys more time to reach an agreement. Comer and Jordan say they're continuing to work with attorneys for the president's brother, James Biden, to schedule his appearance. Ladies and gentlemen, we are holding our breath for this one. Uh, 
This has been a very, very interesting time. And we, we get attacked a lot on social media. Like, we get made fun of because we've been doing like, Joe Biden is going to jail and hunt, he runs a Biden crime family. For three years, we've been doing those pieces. And now we've been proven right. And now we've been proven right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why we're out traveling. That is why the show exists. This is why we're hustling. And when you are traveling, especially during the wintertime, make sure that you protect yourself against all of the various sicknesses that may come about. And maybe disease X. Yeah, that's what they're talking about at Davos now. Go check out the wellness company. The wellness company is an emergency kit that allows you to be prepared for anything that life may throw at you, including emergency antibiotics, medication, Z-Pack, and more. It's a guidebook that allows you to safely medicate, and it is fully endorsed by Dr. Peter McCullough, a friend of the show and somebody that we deeply trust, somebody who called out COVID from a mile away, was one of Donald Trump's advisors there. To order, just go to twc.health slash Benny. That's twc.health slash Benny, and enter the code Benny for 10% off the wellness company, and their licensed doctors are medical professionals, and you can trust them. Ladies and gentlemen, again, that's twc.health slash Benny. We out ya. We are out here to give you infuse you with positivity and with energy. And we appreciate you infusing us back by joining the Benny Brigade. If you join the Benny Brigade today, ladies and gentlemen, you will get a keychain exclusively from us. It is the kind of membership subscriber network that keeps us going. It allows us to go out and do our documentaries and to do this show independently and to bring on our guests and have nobody Tell us what to do. The Betting Brigade is the most exclusive and fastest growing conservative members only community online. And we have so many big things in store. I'm very, very excited about it. Ladies and gentlemen, go to BennyJohnson.com slash brigade and join today. Our verse of the day to kick you into this weekend with some extra salt and light from Psalms. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God and my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and my horn of my salvation and my stronghold. Let Christ, let God be your stronghold today. Do not, do not trust in the things of this earth. Trust only in the Lord. It's your boy, Benny. We'll be here for you, fighting right alongside you. See ya.